Welcome to the Young Man's Guide to Life podcast. The goal of this podcast is to help young adults make beneficial choices for their lives. And the way that we plan to do this is by one, calling out misconceptions about adulthood, Mm. by helping you learn from the mistakes of other adults, i.e. this gentleman who's sitting next to me and I. And we also want to empower you to take risks and enjoy the journey of risk taking. My name is Andrew and I am here with my co-host Eric and we are having a great time. We are. We uh today <laughs> Take 3. <laughs> no, we're good. Um hey, so uh we've been this is this episode 3 of the podcast Yeah. and uh, exciting. Yeah, it's, it is exciting. It's like so, rolling. I know. I, I feel like I've, we've gotten some good feedback, some helpful feedback on it. We're kind of moving in a good direction. We got a lot of stuff to talk about when it comes to adulthood. There's a lot of misconceptions out there. There's yes. a lot of mistakes that you can make on your own and learn for yourself, or you can learn from others. And, uh, and we're also taking risks by just doing this. So we're trying to emulate yeah. what we're talking about. That's right. Yeah, we are, um, we're in a season right now, uh, like you've known if you've been listening to the podcast, where we are kind of on quarantine because of the COVID-19 stuff. And so we're spending a lot of time watching things. And one thing that we have spent a lot of time watching, you and I have been watching, not together, we have each been watching in our own homes with our spouses, is season 40 of Survivor. The greatest season ever. The greatest, absolute greatest season ever, for sure. Hands down. There's, I have literally like jumped up and down, screaming in my house, waking up my children with how exciting this season has been. Yeah, I have sworn at people at the TV. Yeah. Multiple yeah. times. What are you doing? Yeah. Oh, it's so compelling. Yeah, yeah. I watched the very first season of Survivor. You did? Who won that season? That is Richard that, is that, Hatch. Really? A guy named Richard Hatch. And they never really had him back. He wasn't that likable of a guy. No. No. Uh, there was a great, there was this like whole great scene where... This girl like hated him so much, and she was like, "If vultures were eating your body, I wouldn't chase them away." <laughs> like, it's phenomenal. Yikes. It's one of the best things ever. How many of there's but, so the forty seasons, forty the season? Yeah, it's been running for what twenty plus years. Yeah, how many 20. of those seasons ish have you watched? Oh man, you know? I don't like, know. I, I took a pretty long hiatus. Okay, so so you're I, not a super fan? Not a super fan, I wouldn't say. But I've watched. I I, I my normal. Uh, like a procedure is I'll mm. watch like the first couple episodes and if it doesn't grab me, then I kind of drift yeah. off. It's kind of like the baseball season. Yes. Baseball is the same way. Yeah. I'll start watching my team, the Cleveland Indians mm. and I'll watch them. And if it, if it doesn't seem like it's going to be a good season, I which would be the norm. No, that's not true. Actually, they've been I think we crushed years, yeah. the Blue Jays hey. in the postseason like every year since the beginning of time. I, I don't know if there's truth to that. In recent we will memory. fact check that later and we'll make sure we, we post about it. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, though, we're talking about Survivor because we grew up on Survivor. I, I would have been, I don't know, so 10, fun. nine years old when it first started watching as a family. Yeah. People listening to us, some of them didn't yeah. grow up on Survivor. They weren't even born when Survivor started, which is wild to me. Yeah. But they got into it because their parents are now into it. And so yeah. um, we're finding this season so compelling because of the nostalgia. Yeah. The former players have been fun to watch. It's really interesting to see them. Uh, so if you don't know, uh, season 40 is is winners at war. Oh, yes. We should and, tell that. And it is only people who have won the game. They've all won at least a million bucks from Survivor. Yeah. And so this year they're playing for $2 million, which wow. is crazy money. Yeah. And Which, well, okay, so quick take, though. 
in 20 years, like 20 years ago, was a million worth more 20 years ago than 2 million is worth today? I don't know the inflation numbers, nah, but it seems it's, like it's, it's got to be... doubled. It's not doubled. I mean, in our market, it might have. I mean, no. be at least where I live. No. These no. are U.S. dollars, I guess. United States anyway, okay. dollars. I think that's a that's Throw that crazy. takeaway. But it's not like, <laughs> it's not like, like a million dollars 20 years ago is well, worth at least like one point. You, There's actually... You heard you it here. Ahead. You heard it here, guys. Young Man's Guide to Life. Two million dollars is worth more than one million dollars. <laughs> they take that stuff. to the bank. With Holy you. cow! Hold up, hold up. I'm, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Survivor. We can do this. One on this million podcast. subscribers. Here we Season come. One. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, but other than so, other than the storyline of everybody has won. What is unique yeah. about the season for you? Well, the the most exciting thing to me has been the fire tokens, and so this is a, a game element that they've introduced where people can buy, you earn tokens for various and sundry reasons. Sometimes you find them, sometimes you're giving them to other players, sometimes you're trading them in the social part of the game. And it has been, it has just thrown a wrench in the, the show in such a fun way. And nobody really knows how it's going to play out. And so it's been really, really fun for me uh, to watch kind of the whole play out of the, the fire tokens thing. And uh, so, yeah, if you, haven't wa- if you haven't watched season 40 of Survivor, if you've never watched Survivor. I don't know if you've never watched Survivor, it might not be your thing because there's it's definitely it definitely assumes that you know the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, like see, this season definitely assumes that you know who Boston, you know, Rob the is. yeah, you know who Boston Rob is, you and know the relationship, and you know, you know, like who won and how they won. And yeah, because there's some people on the team, like there's some people in the season who they're like, oh, their win wasn't legitimate, like, right? I don't know even how, how that actually works, like, why, how can people say that? So, because well, like they were, she was a goat. You're talking about uh, what's her name, yeah, girl in the game, yeah, but she was kind of Ooh. a goat, and then they just hated the other person so much. <laughs> Like the, the, but that's still it's yeah. still a win if you're like that's part of the game. That's part of the game. I and think it's the earned. underlying dynamic of the game is old school versus new school. Did you say that while I was looking at stuff? No. So old school versus new school, where yeah. it's like there's the old school players who everything was it was kind of more like they all kind of agreed who were going to vote out and they all voted that person out. And yeah. now it's like this really quick back and forth. Nobody's sure the, ever going yeah. into tribal council. The the old school way to play was. Half of it. Well, first of all, they used to not give them food, really. They used to really not give them food. You got like a little portion of rice and they didn't give you a machete and they didn't give you like you were literally surviving. I remember the the season in Africa, people were they were like dying of dehydration because they don't give them water. Right. So they were like drinking contaminated water. It was like. It was the same. They would boil water, wouldn't they? Yeah, yeah they yeah. boiled all the water and stuff. So, uh, I mean, the game has kind of tra- it has become more about the game and less about surviving, which I like mm. because the game is so compelling. Did you did you Google I whether did, or not one million dollars so, is worth more than two million dollars? <laughs> <laughs> so one so t- so one million dollars today hey. in today's money is one point five million dollars, almost exactly one point five zero two. Right. So. The so yeah so the equivalent 50%. would be yeah if yeah well, fifty percent yeah, yeah basically so it's 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 five hundred thousand dollars more than what one million dollars would have been worth back then is that I don't know ah, I mean sure anyway still still worth more yeah. two million is still worth more than two million, million is still more than one point five million you gotta think they probably invested it but These then it makes me think people. did they rip off the guys from last season who only played for a million bucks when in today's dollars it should be up around 
Like, if the earlier you won in Survivor history, you the more, more money you really... No, the more, like the more money you technically earn, because ah. a million bucks was worth more 20 years ago. That's how that stuff works. No. I'm sure some of you are in this finance, is... and you know this stuff way better than, yeah. than we do. No, yeah. Don't listen to Andrew. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, what, so what's um, also about the season with the token and stuff like that is the island that they're on. It's Island of, of Edge of Extinction, Edge of which they've done before. They have. They've yep. done before, but that's a, an element where you could actually come back in the game. It's, it's so fun. So if you haven't been watching Survivor Season 40, you should, you should definitely jump on the bandwagon choo-choo. It's so fun. Yeah. And so what, what it's actually – so right now the circumstance that we're all facing and watching Survivor, it's kind of brought up questions about – Survival. Survival. Like, survival skills. Yeah. Like, would you, if if things got crazy, like, would you survive on your, could you survive on your own? Could you, you know, take care of yourself? I have, I have huge amounts of confidence that I would survive and very, very few actual skills that verify <laughs> that confidence. Now, do you think that's I, the I norm? Because that sounds like the norm, right? I would enter into a zombie apocalypse with like, this is going to be great. Like, we're going to be, and I'd probably get eaten, like, first episode. It's kind of like that guy who has, who's, like, talks the outdoor stuff, but camps yeah. once a year with a Pendleton blanket and a $400 <laughs> yeah. hand-carved axe that he won't actually cut wood with because it's too nice. Like, yeah. it's that idea where you're, like... Yeah. Norwegian axe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've watched Carpenter's the YouTube videos, and, and, I, and I've paid for the expensive things, but I use it almost never. Speaking of YouTube survival, have you seen Primitive Technology? No. There's a couple of them now, too. The, the people that make, they, like, live. It's really cool. Primitive Technology. He's, he, like, builds a forge and builds a, a mud hut. But then, like, he's trying to use everything, like, Stone Age tools and then to, like, progress. And so he's trying to figure out ways to cast. It's really interesting. Anyway. He would definitely survive. Yeah. He's already basically doing it. Right. Just he doesn't have to. He could go to Walmart. Did you ever watch Survivor Man like 10 years ago? Oh, man. Les Stroud? So Les Stroud. I don't... Les Stroud is Canadian. Yeah. He actually used to go to my grandparents' church. No way. Yeah. I think, I think, Rexdale Lions Church. My mom told me somehow there was some sort of connection there. She's like, I Dude. know the guy. I met him. But yeah, he's like, Les he's Stroud. legit. So he would survive. We all know that. Yeah. Right? Lee, Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. Bear Grylls. Yeah. Lee Strauss. Lee Les, Strauss. Les Strauss. Les Strauss. Les Strauss. I don't know. Sorry, Survivor Man. We forget your name. So basically what it's made me think is, um, you know, I'm trying to learn new skills. We've talked about this in the last couple podcasts. Skills. What would be survival skills? Like what are the None basic skills. necessary tools that you would need and survival skills to actually like, if things got crazy and you had to drive to northern Canada and live off the land with your yeah. family, what would you need? Well, you, you need shelter and food and heat. Okay. And water. Actually, water is the most important thing. Water is the most important thing. Why yeah. is that? Well, because that's the thing you'll die of first. Is if you don't have a reliable water source, you like you'll die of dehydration before you'll die of anything else, exposure or hunger. No, now Northern Ontario is like the most amount of fresh water in the world by far, kind of thing. So we'd be okay with the water. When Can we just melted. drink the water? When it's melted. I mean, I'm not talking moving up to the Arctic. I'm talking yeah. like Northern Ontario. You know, in the summertime, yeah. There's lake systems. What? There's yeah, fresh water. Like it's, so it's that all fresh water. Yeah. Can you just can a you spring. just? And I don't actually know the answer to this question. Maybe you do. Can you just take a cup of lake water in Northern Ontario and drink it in your yeah, fire? for sure. People yeah. people are. I mean, yeah. You you want to be smart. Like you don't want to stagnant water. Okay. I love how I'm giving tips about drinking groundwater. Yeah. So like you want something that's running. 
So you don't want something that's that is standing water. So find a find a river. A, a river, river or a brook. The best thing to do actually is those find a spring. Okay. Spring water is, is is water that erupts from the ground because it actually filters through the the layers of soil and and, and rock and uh, and it purifies it to a certain degree. That's helpful. That's the best thing to do. So we so we wouldn't have to worry about water here in northern Ontario. Yeah. We'd be good. What would we have to worry about? You would have to worry about well, uh, depending on how far you go north, predation. There's bears in Canada. That's I mean, true. Ontario, for sure. Cougars, right? bears. I saw a cougar once on the road. It's crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of more coyotes than there used to be. Yeah. Wolves, that kind of thing. So predation is probably there. So you'd there. need a sharp knife? Yeah. If you, So, okay, what's in your pack? Well, that's what I'm asking. I okay. guess that's what I'm asking. Maybe that's the question you're asking. Magnesium better. bar, flint and steel. Make fire consistently every time. Every time. Okay. A knife. A big knife. A big <laughs> How big? <laughs> like probably like a Bowie style. Okay. A Bowie. Bowie style. style. All right. Um, or or like a kind of a chopper thing. The other show I'm watching is Fours and Fire. That's another podcast. I, don't know what I that love is. that show. Um, uh, and then and then I would do uh, 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 clothing. Some some really really strong clothing. You can make shelter. You can hunt for food and forage for food. Uh, it's really hard to make tools. So tools are really, really important. That's helpful. That's yeah. helpful. So you, you can get food, you can get water, but having the right tools. Fishing rod? I mean, fishing rod maybe, but, but like fishing, yeah, anything that you can use as a food source is, is great. But, you know, things like paracord. Paracord, you can make mm. a, a set of trap. You know, paracord, you can strap things to it. You can lash mm. shelters together. So the, and the you basics can't just are make that more, out of... It's stuff you it's find. It's really right? hard to make like strong rope. Right. You have to use like tree bark. True. And weave it together. You're not fishing with tree bark. Do you have? I mean, this personal question: Do you have everything you would possibly need for you and your family to survive if things got crazy and you had to move to Northern Ontario? Ah, uh, well, again, confidence way up here. <laughs> do you have the tools? Though? Of course, I do. Do you have the 12 inch? Yeah. I do no, have a lot of this stuff. This I one? really enjoy uh, backpacking, camping, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. So I have a I have a lot of gear that would come in handy. Um, but I'm not I'm not that apocalyptic. I don't think that you're not that worried about that. No, I don't think I don't have like a bug out bag. But it's making me think about it. Watching Survivor, based on all the stuff hey, that's going on, I'm like, you know what? There might become a time where I actually have to find a job up there, or I have to move up there and just live because it's basically free or whatever. It's definitely worth knowing the skills, man. Yeah. Skills. Skills are important. Well, skills are what, at the end of the day, are going to get you paid, right? Like, if, if, like, I mean... Well, you're not going to get paid for, like, drinking your own pee. No, but that's not a skill. You just... <laughs> that's, that's courage, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a survival skill. It's not a drinking your own pee. Anybody can do that. You don't have to learn Bear to do Bill's that. You just have to do Bill's made a career. It. He is living the dream, <laughs> drinking his own pee. Bear Grylls. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Is he Canadian? Uh, no, no. Have you oh. heard his accent? Oh, right. Yeah, That's yeah. right. He's English. Yeah. He's a Christian guy, actually. He does, like, alpha stuff. Or did. Really? Yeah, yeah. When I was at Australia at Hillsong, he was, like he was there. More. He did some sort of talk. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So speaking of surviving, yeah. today's topic we want to talk about for young adults uh, was cooking. Oh, that's great. And the question is, like, look, I'm stuck. I don't really know how to make more than pulling myself a, pouring myself a bowl of cereal, and I don't know if I can survive on Cheerios or Cinnamon Toast Crunch for my whole life. But yeah. I'm terrified to learn how to cook or try cooking. I've never really figured it out or haven't even tried because it's intimidating to me. Yeah. And if you're going to eat rats, you know, you might as well learn how to cook them well. you got to learn how to cook them. Yeah. 
You gotta okay. First of all, if you're gonna eat a rat, you gotta heat it up to 140 degrees Fahrenheit. I don't know what that is in Celsius, because that kills trichinosis, which is a nice little worm that burrows into your body. And That's then a pro tip, yeah. Are you, you teaching don't us want from trichinosis or? I don't. It's none of the YouTube. Video I don't. I don't feel the need to comment on my medical history. The funny thing. <laughs> the funny thing is, I imagine that most people listening to this or watching this have watched more YouTube on survival than I have. So I'm, <laughs> I'm, about, to, I'm about to teach you like the four base, some a few basic elements of well, cooking. You're more culinary. Like yeah, you. You're more like. Yeah, you're more like survival in the sense of like what we're actually dealing with. How, how to make the most of, yes. like, a quarantine situation where we're not, like, you're not hunting moose. Right. You're, like, you know, you're cooking produce that you bought at the store. Yes. But in a unique way. So what I wanted to do today, and you can pipe in, you can chime in, you can actually add your two, three, or four cents to it. But um, I wanted to give you kind of, there's, there's four elements to cooking. And if you know this, cooking is way less intimidating to you. It's way less intimidating because you know... All good cooking basically has a combination of these things, yeah. and there's you know different types of these things, but at the end of the day, this is what it actually means to cook, and it's not as complicated as you might think it is. Yeah. And so those four elements are, and you may have actually seen a book with this on it. And a Netflix special. And a Netflix special. The four elements are salt, fat, acid, and heat. Yeah. If you have salt, fat, acid, and heat, you can make anything and almost anything taste really great. Well, you can't make anything. Well, you can make anything, ta- you can cook yes. anything well and make it taste better. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so salt is obviously salt-based, salt right? Salt. Like it's just straight. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Kosher salt is always best. Thick rock kosher salt is great. Makes things taste great. Um, I'm a huge fan right now of, of salt flakes. Yeah. Actually, I'll put salt, I'll, eat, I'll just eat salt flakes. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, when I'm like cooking with it, I'll just your arteries are begging you to stop. No, no salt's not that bad for you. But you actually need salt to survive. You do. You do. That's what Gatorade is. Electrolytes. Sort of. Electrolytes. Power yeah. lights. So salt really is like, it does a bunch of things. It preserves food, but yeah. it also brings up the flavor of food. And if whatever you're eating actually doesn't taste that good, it can mask the flavor of it and you just taste yeah. salt. So, so your body likes salt and that's why you like things that are salted. So you need salt, salt and pepper, preferably having mm-hmm. kind of two spices. It's like basic. You throw salt and pepper on anything, you're good. Mm-hmm. The fat is usually what you're cooking in. Yeah. So when you're cooking vegetables or when you're cooking meat or when you're cooking whatever in a frying pan on the stove at home, uh, you don't just throw it in the pan. You actually you heat up a fat of some sort, right? Yeah. What's your, what's your go-to fat? So my go-to fat's uh, extra virgin olive oil. Yeah. doesn't yeah. really burn. Right. Um, it makes everything taste great. It Relatively pairs well inexpensive. with everything. Yeah. Relatively inexpensive. Uh, yeah. We always have extra virgin olive oil at home. Some people I've used to, when I was a poor college student, I cooked with like vegetable oil or canola oil because that's the really cheap stuff. Don't do yeah, that. No. Just move on. Spend the extra couple bucks on good olive oil. You can get it at Costco or wherever. Yeah. Pretty inexpensively. But that and butter. So butter is a fat. So that's kind of, you butter. see a little bit of like olive oil or cooking it in butter. Butter burns a lot easier. And a so it can actually ruin something. A lot easier, but it also can make something taste so good because who yeah. doesn't love melted butter? Yeah. So the idea is you need to heat something up with a fat. Right. So you put either olive oil or butter or something like that in a pan. You heat it up to a certain temperature, um, and you can cook. The third element is an acid. So some examples of acids are lemons. Citrus fruits. Citrus fruits, limes. Yeah. Others are vinegars. Yeah. Right? White yeah. vinegar, 
not usually cooking with, but balsamic vinegar yeah. is kind of my go-to yeah. and my simple choice. Apple apple cider vinegar? Uh, I don't cook with apple cider vinegar that often. Really? There's the odd time. The odd time a recipe calls for it, but it's not my yeah. go-to choice. But that's an acid. That's an example of an acid. Yeah. And uh, it balances everything out. And then uh, the last thing, well, the last element was heat. heat. Basically, you need, have heat. you need sufficient heat. Now, there's different types of heat, right? Yep. So there's direct heat, which would be an example of direct heat would be. Like if you're grilling over coals, that's object on hot. Yeah. 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 And then there's, uh, there's different cooking devices like a, like a crock pot Mm -hmm. that's kind of like low heat, but long time. Low and slow. Low and slow. That's where you get like that fall apart, pull off the bone meat. So good. It softens everything. I'm getting hungry. But it doesn't overcook it, kind of thing. So that's what a, a slow cooker will do. Yeah, uh, you can boil water over heat if you need to boil something. Yep. Boiling S- is great. Similar idea. Yeah, cooking things in the oven. Something actually somebody um, recently asked me like, how do you know what temperature to cook at in the oven? And because they see like a pizza box and they're like, right, what is it? Three seventy five. And they think for, like, is is yeah. there a perfect temperature for cooking something in the oven? And the answer is no. Actually, yeah. it's really just like how quickly you want it cooked. And sometimes it's whether or not you want the outside cooked more than the inside. The higher right. the heat, the quicker the outside's going to cook. Right. Because it obviously takes longer to cook on the inside. So yeah. if you want something cooked more consistently all the way through. All the way through. Lower. Lower heat. Longer. Longer. Yeah. yeah. If you just want something to be charred on the outside, then yeah. high heat for less amount of time. Yeah. If it doesn't need to soften really, that's the way to go. Yeah. If you don't have a lot of time, 450, you can cook almost anything at yeah. 450 degrees. Yeah. And it takes a little bit less time. So. Yeah. Um, those are kind of the four elements, and uh, and what I wanted to do is I wanted to basically give like this pro tip, this try this pro tip this week at home, cook yourself a meal. It's very simple, All right. and it includes these four elements. All right. I'm going to do this this week. Yeah. I'll let you know how it goes. Super easy. You've probably done it, because okay. it's almost every other recipe I cook, I, I do this, and it's usually with the vegetables. And so uh, what it is is I heat up olive oil, so you have heat, E-D-O-O. and you have olive oil, Heat in a pan. Uh, you kind of want it on medium to high heat. You don't want it too low because then stuff doesn't cook, obviously. You don't want it too high because you don't want stuff to burn really burn, quickly. Yeah. So you have it on medium high heat, depending on your stove, medium to medium high heat. You let it heat up. It takes a couple minutes. Olive oil heats up pretty quick. So you don't have to let it sit there for 10 minutes like your oven heating up. Yeah. If it's on the stove, it should heat up in a matter of a few minutes. So heat that up. Then I want you to mince garlic. Okay. Take garlic, and if you have a garlic mincer, you just put it in the thing, squeeze it, and it crushes it all out. I prefer to actually chop it so you get little tiny pieces. Do you know how I do garlic? How? Flat side of the knife, mm-hmm. and you put it on the clove of garlic, and you smash it Yep. so it lays flat, and then you mince it from there because it's really... Oh, so you know that's that a pro one. tip. You know that one. That's, that's a pro a tip. One. No, that's, that's a good. great tip. Yeah, so flatten it first. it's really frustrating to try to chop garlic without... Yeah, because it like flops yeah, all over. it's all floppy. Make sure you peel the garlic, obviously, yeah. before... Um, so mince the garlic. You throw the garlic in the hot olive oil for not more than a minute because you don't want the garlic to burn. And here's the lesson I learned pretty early on. You, if you wait for the garlic to fully cook through, then whatever you throw in on top of that, the garlic, by the time you're done cooking, whatever that is, is burnt. Right. So you want the garlic to, like, infuse basically the oil. Yeah. Right? That's kind of what you're doing. You're getting a garlic flavor. Anything with garlic and salt tastes wonderful. wonderful. Almost everything you eat just has garlic well, and salt in it. Yeah. Different varying amounts of it. I was just going to make a smart comment. What was your, what was your like, smart like, comment? Like, banana cream pie probably doesn't taste that great with garlic <laughs> olive oil. That's not funny. So remember, heat the oil, medium high heat, throw in minced garlic, less than a minute, and then toss in literally any cut-up vegetable yeah. that you want. Peppers, spinach. Onions. 
Oh. If it's onions, you want to put it in there a little longer because you yeah, want it to caramelize. So it takes a little while for it to like caramelize, and you want yeah. that. But yeah, literally like carrots. Carrots. You can throw in. Yeah, peppers you know are great. One of my my favorite underrated vegetables, the beet. The beet. The beet is a phenomenal vegetable mm-hmm. that I love the flavor of. We don't yeah. eat it very much. Here's the thing: it, the denser the vegetable is, the longer it needs to cook. Well, the longer it needs to cook, and or the thinner it needs to be cut. Right, so yeah, like peppers don't take that long to cook because they're mostly water. They're yeah. pretty squishy. It takes you yeah. five six minutes to cook them right. Yeah. Soft all the way through, you're good. The carrot, if it's cut pretty thick, it'll take a little while. It's true. So, you want a thin slice or thin slice based on the density of the vegetable, whatever it is. You throw it in. You cook it for a while. You throw some salt and pepper on it. You cook it until its softness is done. You don't want to make sure you want to make sure it's not burning. So you're constantly moving around. Yeah, checking burn marks, but you also want to leave it in long enough that it softens up because nobody likes to eat something that's hard and hot or cold and uh, hot and soft on the outside, but is rock solid on the inside. Yeah, that's not that enjoyable. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take some balsamic vinegar, Drizzle. sprinkle in there towards the end. Drizzle it mm. in there, not too much. Nowhere close to the amount of olive oil you have in there. Just kind of like a quick drizzle over all of them. Nice. Mix it all together. A little more salt and pepper. Take it out, and you've got yourself basically what you are served at every wedding you go to. Every time you go to a fancy restaurant, every time yeah. they give you a side of vegetables, is basically what they've done. They've used heat, they've used fat, they've used salt and pepper. Yeah. And uh, they've used, uh, what's my last thing? Heat, salt, acid. fat, and acid. The vinegar's and acid. And yeah. that's it. Bounces together, and there you go. So try that this week. That's a pro tip, and you can do that with meat, too. Yeah. Like meat works like that. Uh, vegetables works like that. Yeah. Those, everything, you should have those in your home. Everybody has all those things in your home. And yeah. You cook yourself. And then you look like a fancy chef. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll tell you some of the benefits of learning how to cook are, uh, like, if you're a single person, uh, knowing how to cook is a great way to impress uh, someone of the opposite sex yes. that you are trying to woo, mm-hmm. as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's my wife definitely sunk her hooks into my uh, psyche with her cooking. She's and- a phenomenal cook. So I did that for my, my wife, actually. Nice. For one of the first yeah. kind of dates we had, I actually cooked her dinner. And I think that sealed the deal. Yeah. I'm still cooking dinner for the family because yeah. I love cooking. I, I love cooking, too. I don't get to cook as much because she's so good at it yeah. that it's sort of like my feeble attempt is. But I actually really love to cook. Mm. I, just, I just don't get to very often. But. My wife's really good at cooking. Yeah. Um, she is a rule follower. So she she's likes recipe. Oh, she I'm a wing it, man. That's the thing. I'm like a fire by the seat of my, or fire from the hip. So this is a pro tip right now for young seat adults because they might not realize this, right? Fire. That's the difference. Baking, you have to follow all yeah, the instructions well, right? Because if you mess one of those things up and the amounts and stuff like that, you totally jack the whole thing up. Yeah. Cooking is a little bit more free. That's why yeah. I love cooking. Yeah. Because it's literally just like throwing some more. Let me taste it. Nah, mm. a little more. A little, a little bit, bit of that. A little you bam. You can't a little bit of, mess uh. it up too much. Whereas baking, you have to mix it all together and then you, yeah. you bake it. And if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not, right? Yeah. And that's the beauty of cooking. And that's kind of the difference between my wife and I. She likes to follow the rules. So mm-hmm. everything she makes tastes great. Whereas yeah. for me, it's a little riskier. But I have a little bit more freedom to try new things yeah. and add new things to her. I mean, there's so many benefits to knowing how to cook. You save money. Yes. You save money. I, I we learned we used to do date night when we were first married. We'd buy a bottle of wine, a really nice T-bone steak, yes, uh, uh, some some crab legs, mashed potatoes, peppers. I did stuffed peppers. It mm. was so oh, oh so good. And that was date night. We'd put the kids to bed early, and we'd stay up a little. We'd have dinner late, and for like sixty bucks, 
you can you can eat in a phenomenal meal that would have cost you a hundred bucks out and about and wouldn't it be as good to be honest with you nope. so no nope. and so nothing's money. more attractive to your wife then you hang out yeah her a good meal and that's right you just hang out and know? even like even you know like we talk about like from a dating aspect but like from just like a friendship like having a cooked meal that you gi- you give to somebody is like such a great gift yeah, how often you know as friends I mean? do we just hang out and cook a meal together? Cook a meal. I think I've done it like three times with my oh, closest friends, and so they've all been fun. such rich experiences. So fun. So next time you're looking to hang out with your friends when you're allowed to, yeah, think I know. not where should we go to buy food, but so learn what to should cook we buy now to cook? So that you can impress your friends, mm-hmm. family, and ladies, yep. or men, if you're you know, a lady. And use your YouTube. So YouTube's will help you. Thanks for joining us on the Young Man's Guide to Life podcast. We're hopeful that this was beneficial to you. We're hopeful that this is actually going to help you make better choices in the future and also take risks and enjoy your journey. That's right. uh, we look forward to joining you guys next week on the podcast where we're going to have another quite interesting, quite Do we know dialogue. what we're going to talk about next week? Yeah, well, I have an idea. I was actually, you know what? Thank you for bringing this up. Oh, I was going to say, was, uh, one of the requests that came in was, it would be interesting if young adults were able to ask us questions and then about men and women. So, yeah. so guys ask questions about what girls want or what they're thinking or what they're expecting and then girls ask questions as well. Yeah. And uh, and then we can answer, we can, we can answer on the guy's behalf for the girls' questions because yeah. they can be anonymous and then we actually get our wives or some uh, women to fun. answer the questions for the guys yeah. so it's like if you got a question and you're afraid to actually ask somebody personally but you would send an anonymous question in that can yeah. be answered by people who are kind of older and maybe a little more experienced of the of the opposite sex you're trying to understand then that, that was kind of the pro tip that was, or that, I was love the, that. that was the idea so yeah, that's what we're going to try next week so we're going to throw that out there Woo. we'll throw it out and we'll ask you guys we'll invite you guys to send in questions I'll see if I can gather up some questions from young some young adults I have men and women and if you have questions too, I can we can we can help answer. This. So that's what we're gonna do next week, and Sounds plus good. others. So thanks for joining us again. We'll catch you guys next week on the podcast. Boom.